This is The E-Commerce Leader, a show just for you, the owner of a thriving online business. In this bite-sized episode, Jason and Kyle share a practical tip that every e-commerce leader should know. Let's jump in. We're going to talk about how to get the most leverage on your content Yep. with the least amount of content. Yep. Which is pretty compelling, I think, as a marketer. Like, you are always looking for the the biggest levers to pull in terms of your marketing efforts. Yep. This might be one of them. So we're looking, I'm looking forward to hearing your approach and what you've been cooking up in your little marketing shenanigans. So let's, uh, let's hear it. How, How do we do this, this trick? Yeah. Maximum traffic from minimum content is what I'm calling this. I like it. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So as you know, uh, if you've been watching what we do, we, uh, bought home and garden America and, um, the happy gardening life is the Instagram account that is associated with that. And so we're building out a website for happy gardening life. And so one of the first things we wanted to think through was what's our content strategy going to be for, um, you know, various purposes, obviously traffic to the site is the goal. And so how do you do that? So, um, uh, blog content is ideal. And uh, blog content hits on a couple different important things. Obviously, Google organic search and then Pinterest. So Pinterest, between Pinterest and Google, you're basically put, you're talking about Pinterest brings something like 7% of all internet traffic around the internet is pushed by Pinterest. Google organic search pushes something like 32%. So round off, you're talking about something around 40% of all internet traffic comes between those two things. So you tap into that through having really effective blog content. We don't even have the website yet, you know, but I'm already thinking, okay, I know we're going to crush it on blog content. And how do we do that is the question. And so let me share a couple tools that I've already started geeked out over and show you exactly what we're um, doing for this. So uh, I'll share my screen and mention that just, um, you know, let me share my screen and and just kind of walk you through this. just to get things started, I like to use the Google Trends tool. You know, so I have punched in, this is Google Trends, or trends.google.com. Hopefully you can see my screen, all right? Yep. Um, and uh, so I just typed in gardening. You can compare it to other things, you know, so like how popular is gardening, gardening compared to kayaking, you know, or anything. Fill in your niche, right? Painting, drawing, it doesn't matter, right? So kayaking, you know, is like, you know, what's, what's it look like? Right. So um, so you can play around and you can see in Google Trends where things are, you know, by state by state where things are popular. Um, But you can play with keywords and see which ones in general are going to be most effective. Now, in our case, if I just zero out kayaking and uh, if I plug in garden, the problem with the garden keyword is. a lot of, lot of restaurants and like Chinese food joints and stuff like that and apartment buildings, they all use the garden word. Olive garden. Olive garden. Like a lot, there's a lot of garden mixed up in a lot of other non-gardening type things. So, so that's sort of a, a challenge. Um, but so that's, that's something to sort of think through. Okay, um, you know. Is there, you know, how do you back that out? So, I, so I think gardening is just is fine enough to focus on. Although you can see, I think because it's inflated by Olive Garden, you know, mm-hmm. 
you know, Chinese garden and, you know, garden apartments, blah, blah, blah. It's a lot different here. But anyway, so Google Trends gives you just some indication of this stuff. But then the tool that I really like the most is called Uber Suggest. This is owned by Neil Patel, who's Mr. Guru of content. In fact, I'll mention a blog article that I think is very helpful. If you just Google Neil Patel and then how long should a blog article be? Um, he gives this, this is a great article, word count by every industry. Nice. Science, man, this is like data driven. And so, so he goes through it and then he explains what happens with longer posts versus shorter posts. The average post, a blog post is like 500 words. And then, you know, how the larger posts make sense. Now, the guys um, at SEO Moz argue with Neil Patel on this stuff, and they don't really subscribe to the same concept. But for me and for what I've researched, I do believe long form blog posts. I think he's right. And I think if, if to have meaningful blog content that's really going to drive traffic for your topic, you want a long blog post or a few of them. Um, that can really be effective. And so the question is, what do you, what's the topic? Uh, so for, so the first of all is how long is, is the right thing? And then the second one is, you know, what's the topic? So he goes by industry. So FinTech, mm -hmm. 22,000 words to 2,150 words. Um, and he goes category by category, finance, 2,100 to 2,500. Um, and he just, he, he shows you the math, manufacturing, 1,700 to 1,900 words. Sales, 2,500 to 2,700 words. So this is really cool, you know? Yeah. Retail, just general straight retail stuff, 1,500 to 1,700 words. Um, and real estate, 1,800 to 1,900. And I was like, well, I don't know if he'll have one for us. But then he's like, home and garden, 1,100 to 1,200 words. Yeah. Um, now, I read this because I was thinking, he says in general, you want to shoot for 1,850, like just generally, that's the right number, like by, you know, without industry specifics. So, um, so this is lower than the 1,850, but he said, uh, it's because a lot of the gardening stuff is real step by step, you know, like here's the six steps to make a flower bed or what a greenhouse or whatever. Um, so anyway, so this article gives you a frame of reference for what you should be looking for in terms of length of your content. He has other articles that talk about structurally how they should be, you know, what should be included in your blog articles. So I won't go into that, but you can check out his stuff. He's a genius at this stuff. But then his tool, Uber Suggest, is the tool that you can plug in. And basically, you just plug in a keyword. So I just typed in already gardening, and it comes up with 142 keyword ideas. And so here's, this is really cool. So, so you walk, walk through this with me, Kyle, and you tell me what you think, but I'll tell you what my, my sort of uh, summary was. Um, I wanna find articles that I can rank highly for, which means they have to have a low competition rating, but I want them to have a high traffic score. So we're looking for some sweet spot between high traffic were keywords and low competition. That is, and this information gives you that. So, so what I'm looking for is you can see the volume of search here and you can see the um, competition in, for organic search. Not pay, this is paid and this is organic. Yeah. So, so I simply sorted this um, yesterday when I was looking through this and you can see some of these, you know, like 
some keywords, there, there's just no traffic, but there's low competition. So, but the first one that popped out to me was, you know, you can see this as an example, 12,100 searches and the competition score is 12, which is very, very low. And so, you know, he'll tell you that that's easy to rank for. Problem is the keyword is gardening nursery near me. Yeah. I can't serve that up to anybody on a website in any kind of logical way, unless I do, you know, I request their data location and yeah. But so that one's not a, that's a no go, but I just started going through these and looking, you know, what about the little filters button that's at the top? Two little filters. Yeah. Um, no, no. Right. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. 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 Can you do anything with that? There you go. So now do a max search volume or a minimum search volume. Of... Yeah. But I just like to eyeball it. You could do it any way you want, but yeah. yeah so yeah. I'm just eyeballing it and I'm looking. So here's, so here's a good example. This was the first one I noticed gardening on terrace. Now that's written weirdly. Is that gardening on a terrace or is that some kind of city name? Like a guard, a gardening. I, I don't know. Is that a, is that a gardening keyword or is there some kind of, it must be, yeah. it must be. I mean, it might, it must be. I don't know if it's like a terrace, like where you're thinking about like on. Like on a condo. Like in a condo or is yeah. it a terraced gardening where you have like. Okay. I don't know. Backyard terrace. Yeah. So yeah. I look at this one and basically this is kind of cool. So you click on it and it says this keyword is easy to rank for. You got an 84% chance of ranking in the top 20. Nice. And so you can see the other articles. You can see the top article. Yeah. And so, you know, to me, I'm thinking, well, I can look to see what these are about. And so, so anyway, I wrote that one down and then I kind of said, okay, that's one. And then I kept going down the list. Um, and then I saw one that is, um, where is it? Gardening at home. Uh, oh, gardening with children popped up I'm back. Gardening with children, 2,900 search volume, 21 competition. Click on it, gives you more details. This keyword is easy to rank for. 79% chance you'll rank in the top 20. And it's literally a quote by Neil Patel. He's telling you that the keyword is easy to rank for. Isn't that nice? That's um, nice. So gardening with children, I noticed that one. And then gardening um, at home. Let's see if I can see that one. Um, gardening at home. Uh, gardening tips was pretty good. Um, uh, gardening at home, 8,100 search volume, mm -hmm. 34 competition score. So the competition score is getting higher, Yeah. but it's still easy to rank for 66% chance of ranking in the top 20. So, um, and then the final one I saw that was, uh, 12,100, uh, was gardening vegetables. Gardening vegetables, believe it or not, was a keyword that was achievable. Um, yeah, here it is. Now, it, it, it's higher. It's harder. See how the, uh, the competition gets, mm -hmm. gets harder. This keyword is competitive. There's a 52% chance you can rank in the top 20. But 50-50 odds, if I can make an article that's really super awesome. So I already know how long I want my article to be. He said, you know, like whatever, that was 1,100 words. But I, I want it longer. Mm -hmm. so, and then I know the keywords I'm going to focus on. And the, the website is called the Happy Gardening Life. 
So it's going to be happy gardening life slash gardening on a terrace or slash gardening vegetables or slash, you know, uh, gardening with children. Yeah. You kind of, you immediately get the vibe of the article. So then you're like, okay, well, 2,500 words. Cause I, I write myself a little, and I know that 2,500 words, so that's, that's quite a project. As it happens, I signed up for, I think it was just some crazy thing called copywriter.com or something like that. There was basically a thing where you can say, I want a copywriter. I did it like three months ago. And I got a call literally yesterday. And I must have put in my phone number. And it was the guy who said, hi, we're with Content Jeeves. You submitted an online form for a copywriter. You're like, I did? <laughs> I know, totally. I was like, oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> oh. And um, he's like, do you still need a copywriter? I was like, and it was for a totally different thing that I had submitted the form for like yeah, three yeah. months ago. I was like, as it happens, I actually do. It was totally when I was thinking about this stuff. Cool. So I said, I want a 2,500 word article and I want four of them. And uh, you guys do that. So there, there are websites, Content Jeeves. So here it is. And I looked at, I checked them out. I looked at their examples. He, he was a really nice guy. And I was thinking, you know, what's he going to say? How much is it going to cost me to have four 2,500 word articles written? And he came back and said, 75 bucks an article. And I was like, so 300 bucks for four articles. And uh, I was like, done deal. So now I'm going to have these anchor articles that I know I can rank well for, for traffic off organic search and Pinterest, because mm -hmm. we're going to stuff these things with awesome photos. Mm-hmm that Pinterest will be like hopping on, you know, like we'll have probably yeah. 10 photos in each of these articles that'll be highly pinnable. And then the articles themselves, and they'll have a nice cover image, like a badge. Mm -hmm. You can kind of, you can visualize sure. the yeah, sort yeah, of the anchor content pieces for the yeah, site. For so, sure. And we'll start hitting on organic Google and we'll start hitting on Pinterest almost immediately. I love that. One of the things I think that Neil Patel does really, really well with his blogs. Not only linked, but if you look at it visually, yeah, broken up. We use graphic. graphics, <laughs> infographics, pictures, and, and there's a there's sort of a pacing to it. And you yeah. notice he's like, okay, here's a chunk of content, yeah, picture, yeah, content, video, chunk yeah. of content. Yeah, it's nicely organized and sub headlines and bullet yeah. points, bullet points. And highlighted text and link uh, other sites. Yeah. I mean, it's literally, this is sort of the blueprint for this how is. you want to very find right. the content created. So. That's right. And we're, so we'll basically do these, these articles that this guy's going to write. He actually, the way their system works is they have copywriters, they shop it out to. So they'll have, I'll have somebody. And then in 12 days for $300, I'll have four anchor articles that literally a 2,500 word article, you put all four of those together, that's like a book length thing. Sure. So in terms of repurposing for other things, you know, it could also be, you could do things like, um, you know, I don't know if you're familiar with, um, oh man, what's it called? It just slipped my mind. Um, it's it's sli online slideshows. Um, uh, slideshare? Yeah, slideshare. Like a PowerPoint you know, sort yeah, of. Yeah, stuff like yeah. that. Because if the article is like, for example, um, 10 tips for gardening with children. Yeah. You know, like if it could be real listicle based, 
Mm -hmm. um, and that way it gives you like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten photos. And you can have like that would be like a slide share insert. So you get the idea that this anchor content is going to be highly useful to us. And, and that approach, rather than writing 150, 200 word articles, mm -hmm. I'd rather have, you know, um, you know, four or, you know, 10 or whatever, you know, like a small number of really anchor articles that um, draw people in. Um, so I thought, you know, anyway, I thought, I thought it would be interesting to share this um, idea, maximum traffic from minimum content is what I call this. And uh, then once this is all live and on the site, we can do a dog and pony show and walk people through what they end up looking like. Um, but I'd encourage everybody to go check out this tool. You can basically go to neilpatel.com and look under the resources and you'll see this Uber Suggest tool. The URL is not Uber Suggest. Oh, I guess you could, you could look at it, but app.neilpatel.com slash en slash Uber Suggest. So a little bit, but you can search for it. But then you throw in your own industry stuff, you know, go, go look at your own topics and really figure out um, how to try to crush it for some organic traffic. Um, yeah, and you, I, I exported this to Excel as well. So yeah, the filter tools up here, as you mentioned, and then exporting it to Excel, you can slice and dice this a lot of ways. Sure. Um, and every one of these ideas gives you new ideas in a way, you know? Right, yeah, yeah. Um, so you kind of get the mental, you can envision how this is gonna come together. Even before we built the website, we haven't even built the website yet. All we know is we have the domain name, Happy Gardening Life, and we're going to build a Shopify site. And but traffic is is central. And uh, I know a lot of our students, a lot of people come to us, and they've they've started with the product first, yeah, and then they want traffic, or they already have their website, and they you know so the traffic is a secondary consideration. And I would just encourage everybody to think through that traffic piece early, you know, from the very beginning. Um, yeah. And these tools are out there for free. It's amazing how much you can sort through this stuff before for free, you know? Mm -hmm. It's fantastic. So hopefully it's helpful today. Yeah, um, for sure. It's good stuff. Yeah. Any other thoughts on it? Uh, I think that the sooner you start thinking about how do you optimize organic traffic, the happier you're going to be with your overall traffic to your website for the long term. Right? Like, yeah. like it's easy because oftentimes we sort of fall into the the allure of some sort of paid traffic strategy where I just right. dump money in it, it kicks out money, and I'm just making it making it rain. But that's not the the model you want to push into uh, for the long term because you want to optimize for cash flow and for right. the you want to get the cheapest traffic that converts at the highest level that's that right. ultimately as your goal. And that's always going to be primarily organic traffic. That's right. That's finding you that you're not paying directly for that. You have a highly converting site on and they're coming back again and again and again. Yeah. And so, you know, we talked to a lot of students and it's kind of like, Oh yeah, I've tried paid traffic. And they're like, well, what about your organic? And like, we don't have yeah. one. We don't have yeah. a content strategy. Right. Because it is, unless you build it out in a way that you just systematically, you're just going to do it. And it's like brushing your teeth, you know, yeah. uh, you just wake up, you're going to do this every day. Yeah. You don't see the immediate result from it. 
Therefore, yeah. you lose interest in it and you go after another shiny object. Right. And this discipline of knowing what your keywords are, implementing a system to uh, reach those keywords and provide content that serves your audience is yep. going to be the long-term plan and play that really provides you revenue for four, five, six, 10, 20 years yep. down the line on that, on that domain. Absolutely. Now I to totally agree, man. The, the way to look at it is sort of like, when do you want to pay? Exactly. You want to pay before and have assets on your site that will then be, be attracting free traffic forever. Mm -hmm. Or do you want to pay Facebook for one-time visit? Exactly. And, and honestly, like with this strategy, we just said what, what the math is. I mean, this is, this yeah. will be a $300 uh, venture. Um, if these rank and if we start getting organic traffic for these, if we can actually be in this top, you know, top slots for these four anchor articles, they could be sending traffic to our website for years to come for free. Mm -hmm. Um, and we never pay for it again. I mean, you know, it's like, yeah. that is just like marketing gold. So, I mean, I think that's one way to look at it. And, you know, the, the challenge with Facebook ads is even if you get it to work where you can convert yeah. for an ad, as soon as you turn it off, they don't give you anything for free. No. You know, I mean, there's no, there's no legacy, at least in Pinterest, if you promote a pin, which is actually amazing in terms of advertising on Pinterest versus Facebook. If you promote a pin, on Pinterest, all of the repins that continue to occur, which will organically occur, those are all free. Yeah. That just happens. And so it's like a legacy. It's like you planted a little tree that keeps throwing off fruit. Whereas in Facebook, you're just buying an apple. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That thing's gone as exactly. soon as you turn it off. Um, yeah. I 100% I, I agree with you. Oh, side note on Pinterest, because we've been talking about Pinterest mm -hmm. in the inner circle for this month i was like we have to sort of redo some of our pinterest stuff because in the past we pushed all of our pinterest traffic yeah. to amazon yeah we didn't really have a, a website but i was like let's let's switch that let's just make that happen so we started doing that and like this week we got an order from pinterest because it shows up on the on the website sure. it was like a 130 dollar order they bought like a bunch of these things ladies lady came through and just like boom 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 buy all this stuff and i was like from pinterest and i was like Bro. Pinterest, Pinterest, yeah, making it happen. Yep, yep, yep. No, so, so I totally, man. I, I really hope this conversation helps some people sort this out. It's so easy to just dump money in Facebook ads. We all do it. I mean, it's like you know, it's like it's so easy. But yeah. um, for the long term, to really have an anchor Shopify site that tr draws an audience to you, and you can really rally people around you know, this is, this is a better approach. Um, or at least it should be part of your content strategy um, to think through this. So hopefully it's been helpful. Um, yeah. And you mentioned inner circle. We are, we did do um, Pinterest training this last month in our inner circle. It's not available anywhere else online. It's not, it's not published anywhere else except in our inner circle. And um, this ties into that nicely. So if you're not a member of the inner circle, feel free to hit us up on winningonshopify.com. You can see it in the menu bar there. Um, you can also apply for coaching. We have a couple slots available. So it's by application only. Kyle and I work one-on-one -on -one with students every week and have some absolutely fantastic clients that we get the honor of speaking into, being a cheerleader for, accountability partner, and a mentor 
helper. Um, and that's a blast. So if you're interested in that, you can see the coaching application on the website as well. Um, all right, man. So I think in probably a month or two, we'll be doing a revisit of this. We'll use other tools to show what's happened to these articles and, in terms of analysis. And, um, and that'll be a fun sort of, you know, before the work and then after the work conversation to uh, continue this theme. If you haven't checked out the Happy Gardening Life on Instagram, go check it out. It's growing like a weed or like a, that's not a good metaphor. Is it? <laughs> not for gardening, uh, <laughs> not for gardening site. It's growing like a cool little uh, happy cool plant. Garden. And uh, yeah, so we've, we're, we're adding a uh, uh, thousand people a week there or more. And so that's super fun. And, uh, and the website will be up here soon as well. So we'll have to keep people posted on this little journey we're on building a new brand. So yeah, absolutely. Fun times, Love man. It. All right, buddy. Thanks for listening to this episode of the e-commerce leader. Hey, don't forget to subscribe because when you do, you'll get notified. And next time you log into your podcast player, you'll see our latest episode nestling at the top of your lists. Thanks again for listening. Yeah.